don't wanna be Just someone that's new I speak my mind so free So you could hear the truth Yeah, I know that we all have fear Hello and welcome back to the Truth For Youth podcast. I am the host, Micah Murphy. Before I get started with today's podcast, I want to take a second and to thank you for those that have left reviews on the podcast. I really appreciate that. Uh, you know, this is a brand new podcast. This is our 11th episode today. Uh, and guys, it doesn't grow unless people share it, people, you know, promote it, write reviews. Those are the things that help this podcast grow. So all my teenagers out there or parents out there, please share it with someone Tell others about it, and let's help grow this podcast, because I truly, truly believe that by speaking truth, biblical truth, that you will benefit from this, that this is something that you can apply to your life, uh, whether you're a young person or maybe even an adult listening to this, and truly benefit from it. Man, I'm, I'm really trying my hardest to put all my time and energy and focus into making each episode valuable. So with that said, thank you for those that have done that. If you have not, just take a quick two minutes, write a little review. Uh, I know you can on iTunes as of the time of this recording. Um, Hopefully at some point Spotify allows for that, but you can always share it. So I I appreciate you doing that. Um, So, okay, getting back to today's episode. It is episode 11, and yes, I'm still continuing in my little series of the Last Dance. Uh, the Last Dance is that documentary that has been on Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls and that dynasty that they established. And really, it even talks a lot about when he first got on the team in the early 80s through the 90s. Um, so today is part four of our series. And today is going to be on a, something that was mentioned. I, I, I'm not even really a quote. Sometimes I'm going on quotes, but this was almost more of a theme that that the Chicago Bulls had during that 95-96 season. Uh, the year before, Michael Jordan had taken a break, right, and he comes back and he hops in like at the end of the season and they lose. Well, that next season, it's just, you know, I mean, he is fueled and fired up and ready to come back just trying to dominate that 95-96 season. Well, they did. That's exactly what happened. They came out, and they were just killing it, man. They they were winning all these games, and in fact, they went on to win 72 regular season games. They only lost 10, Um, but during the season, it's almost like everything became hey, we got to break this record. We got to break this record. And, you know, of course, media is talking about it. Fans are talking about it. You know, it's probably hard for the team not to be thinking about, hey, we could actually break the record for the most wins in a regular season in the NBA. Um, So that, you know, almost became overwhelming to the point where they were about to get distracted from what they came to do to begin with. Obviously, their ultimate mission was not to break some silly record. It was to win the championship. I mean, for the Bulls and for Michael Jordan, it was all about winning those championships. And so to keep themselves focused, they came up with a little slogan that was that said this, it don't mean a thing without the ring, right? It don't mean a thing without the ring. In other words, hey, if we break the record for most wins in a season, 
that doesn't really mean much if we don't win the championship, right? If we don't get the ring, if we're not crowned victors at the end of the season, that is the most important thing for us. And so they had to constantly remind themselves. I mean, there were t-shirts made and, you know, they were constantly saying it, you know, during maybe practices and pregame or whatever. I mean, they still, obviously, they wanted to break the record because that's pretty cool to say that you had the record. But they also knew that that was not the end goal. That was not the most important thing. That would just be, you know, a great bonus, if you will, for them getting to where they wanted to be. And it made me think about several things when I heard that. I mean, I thought, you know, well, obviously it's a catchy little, you know, rhyme that they came up with. But, but there's so much truth behind that in so many aspects of life. And, and for one, I couldn't help but think because of sports and because of competition, I couldn't help but think of college football. All right, so I grew up in Alabama and I'm not going to get off on this long tangent about, you know, Alabama-Auburn football, but I grew up an Alabama fan, okay? But long story short, my sister went to Auburn. I eventually graduated from high school and decided to go to Auburn. Um, took a couple years, but I became a big Auburn fan because it was my school, and I was proud of my school. But even growing up as a kid, and even it doesn't really matter if whatever school you went to, even if you went to Michigan or Ohio State, if you live in the state of Alabama— you have got to pick one of the teams to pull for. You're either going to pull for Auburn or you're going to pull for Alabama. It's one of the greatest college rivalries uh, in college football. I know Ohio State, Michigan, Oregon, Oregon State. There's some great rivalries out there, okay? But obviously, Auburn, Alabama was a, is a huge one. Always has been, always will be, as far as I can imagine. So, the, the, what I'm going with or where I'm heading with this is it didn't matter how great your team was. It didn't matter if you went undefeated, Auburn, Alabama. But that last game of the regular season, which was usually the Iron Bowls, what they call the, the rivalry game between the interstate, Auburn versus Alabama. If you lose that game, the rest doesn't matter. I'm telling you, the, there's some diehard fans out there that it doesn't matter if their team won every single game undefeated. If they lost the Iron Bowl, they saw that season as a failure. I know it's sad, but that's the truth. It's the diehard fans. And it just goes to show you how much the bragging rights really mean. Look, I'm telling you, if you don't live in Alabama, if you've never lived there, it's what's talked about all year long. You're either bragging because you just won the most recent Iron Bowl, or you're talking trash and you're talking smack because that next Iron Bowl is coming up and you're probably talking trash about how your team's going to win. But everything else doesn't really matter. I mean, that is almost the defining moment of the season. And, and on the flip side, if you have a horrible season and you've lost almost all your games, that's the one little moment of hope. You know, look, I'm an Auburn fan. We've had some rough seasons. And I'm going to tell you, there's been some seasons where we haven't done very well, but we hold this hope that, you know what, if we can just beat Alabama, then we can have a somewhat of a successful year, right? I know, sad, okay? But 
that's that's the point. And and you can take that to any sports analogy, okay? So it doesn't really matter. I mean, it, it matters, but it's not the big it's not the big achievement. It's not the big goal. If you're if your team does really, really good, but then you lose the most important game of the season. If you lose the championship, if you don't win state, um, you know, here in Venice, volleyball and baseball, uh, football is even a really great sport, but really baseball and volleyball have really dominated. And I know they're super disappointed if they don't win the state title. And it doesn't matter if they go undefeated. That's something to pat, pat themselves on the back and say, great job. But those kids are super disappointed if they don't walk away with that ring, right? The rest don't mean a thing because they didn't get that ring, right? They didn't get the ring. They didn't get the championship. Um, Okay, so how does this tie into the Christian walk, right? So I've talked about sports, and you guys get it. You understand that that was the goal. That was the goal for Michael Jordan. That was the goal for the Bulls. Championship, championship, championship. And when you're used to winning and and you know, that becomes a part of life, then obviously you want to get to the top tier. You want to be the champion. And anything less just kind of seems like a letdown. So Christianity. This is the other thing that I thought about when I heard that, that little catchphrase. I thought about Matthew chapter 16, verses 26. This is what it says. What will it benefit a man if he gains the whole world, yet he loses his life? Or what will a man give in exchange for his life? Think about that. What, what does it truly give, gain, benefit if you got everything, but then you die? And here's, here's I'm going to read you two other variations to that, um, to that verse, because I like these other ones as well. What profit is there if you gain the whole world and lose eternal life? What can be compared to the value of eternal life? And then the last one I want to read. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but you lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? All right, so you have the three, the three versions that are read. One talks about losing your life. One talks about losing eternal life. And the other one talks about losing your soul. They all, they all mean the same thing. They're just worded different. And again, that's why I like different, you know, different versions of the Bible because it just kind of hits you differently, right? It, it makes you think differently. So you take those three different, um, different word choices, life, eternal life, and soul, and think about those for a minute. Like, let's just take an example. What good does it do if you won the, the mega million lottery, you know, here in Florida or, you know, if you're playing it somewhere else, if you win the, you know, whatever, $500 million, but then you die the next day? I mean, what, what good does that do, right? You, you got all that money and then you died. You can't use it. You can't spend it. I guess, you know, your kids get it or your family gets it, but you yourself don't benefit. Um, and that's not really what it's meaning, but I'm trying to get you to think about different ways of, of how this can impact you. So what Paul, or, or what, what Matthew, the writer here, is saying is, if you go out and, and all your focus is, is to live by this world, 
and just to achieve, achieve, achieve and accomplish and, and whatever you have to do to, to get ahead, just to accumulate all the things of this world. But yet you forget the most important thing, which is eternal life, then you've missed it. Like you've missed the point of life. You've missed the big picture. It does you no good. It, it does you absolutely no good to go out and achieve all the achievements that you could possibly dream up. Be the most famous person in the world, be the richest person in the world, be the best athlete in the world, most successful business person, however you want to think about it. If you have everything the world has to offer, what good is that when you die? If, if you don't have eternal life. Because guess what? We all are going to die at some point. I mean, that's a given. Unless, the only, the only unless is if Christ comes back first. And that's essentially like we're dying because we're about to get, we're about to go before judgment, new bodies, all that good stuff. So what good does all that do? It's like going undefeated in the regular season and then losing the championship game. It, it's for nothing. And so many people in this world are doing just that. They are trying to achieve all that they possibly can. And they're not even thinking about the ultimate goal, which they should. Now, some are just, I want to say the word ignorant, and not in a bad sense, but in the sense that they're just not aware of it. They're ignorant to this, the fact that there is an everlasting life. There is an eternal life. Some people just think that it's just this earth, this life, and that's it. Game over when you die. But according to the Bible, according to our creator, that's not the case. There is an everlasting life. So if you're playing just for this life, when this life is over, you lose. You lose eternal life. You may have won this life to some extent. But that's like going undefeated. That's like winning, you know, a lot of games but not winning the championship. Because think about it. What is 70, 80, 90, 100 years here on earth compared to eternity? Guys, our brain can't even comprehend eternity. That's living forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. You never die. You never cease to exist. So who cares so much about these, let's say, 100 years if you lose the eternity of forever and ever and ever. Obviously, that's the, what you want. That's the goal. That's the, that's the big championship is to have everlasting life. And the only way that you can do that, the only way is through Jesus Christ, is to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. It's to say, God, I believe that you created this world. I believe that, yes, I have sinned, I have messed up, and therefore I need a Savior. And that God said, you know what? I love you enough that I'm going to send Jesus to come and die for your sins so that you can have everlasting life. If you will just believe in him, that he came and he lived a perfect life and that he died on the cross for your sins and that he conquered that through death on the cross, he raised from the dead, to prove that he really was God, to prove that he really was this Messiah, this Savior, to prove that he's really God. 
you just believe that in your heart, then you will be saved, which means you've won the championship, right? You've got it. You got the ring. You get to live for e- forever and ever. That's the big win. That's the big takeaway. That's what we should all be striving for. And guess what? If you, if you gain all the great things in life as well, great. That's awesome. That's like having the undefeated season and winning the championship. It's like that 95-96 Bulls where you won 72 games and you won the championship. Great. Good for you. Just don't sacrifice the championship because you're so focused on the game, this, the, the, the record. Like, look. There's a lot of things in this world that are not bad in and of themselves, right? Success is not bad. Being a superstar athlete is not bad. Being a famous actor or actress or movie star or YouTuber or whatever, none of that stuff is bad. Having millions and billions of dollars is not bad. What makes it bad is when that becomes our goal. That becomes our life mission, and we do whatever it takes to get there. We, we compromise our morals. We do wrong things. We lie. We cheat. We steal to get ahead, to get those things, and that's our whole focus, and we don't think about God, and we don't think about Christ, and we don't think about what does God want me to do in this situation. That's when it becomes wrong, and that would be like trying to win all the games in a season and forgetting about the championship. Don't be that person. Stay focused on the ring. Stay focused on eternal life. If you're a believer, that's the ring for us, right? And yes, it's not like we have to constantly strive and try to obtain this because we have it. What we need to do is continue to focus on that and not compromise in between. You know, don't, don't be lying and cheating and stealing and, and, and doing whatever to try to get all these other little things. And in the meantime, you're compromising who Christ created you to be. You're compromising your Christian values. You're compromising your witness. That's what he's saying. That's what he wants for us. Stay focused on the goal. Stay focused on Christ and fulfilling his purpose for us. And then everything else is great. Just like, you know, again, Jordan and them, they can go back and they say, man, can you believe it? We won 72 games and that's great. That's just, that's just the bonus, right? That's just, you know, the cherry on, on top of the, the cake there. You know, cherry on top of the whipped cream. I always love the cherry on top of the whipped cream when you get like a, a milkshake or something. That's just like the little bonus. I'd rather have the milkshake, but man, if I can get the whipped cream and the, and the cherry on top, man, that is just bonus, and that's what he's saying here. You know, what does it benefit you if you gain the whole world, yet you lose your life? And nobody in their right mind would do that. Nobody in their right mind would sacrifice their soul, right? That was the last version. You know, what does it benefit you if you gain the whole world and you sacrifice your soul? Like, what is your soul worth? Well, hopefully you say Nothing. You, you can't put a price tag on it. You can't buy my soul for a million dollars or a billion dollars. Like my soul's not for sale because that sucker's going to live forever. It's going to live forever with eternity and with Jesus. 
It's not for sale. And so hopefully, if you're thinking with your, with your soul, with your thinking, with your spirit, then you know that's the truth. That's the most valuable thing. The rest of the stuff doesn't matter. And that's what, that's what they're trying to say, man. Like, don't worry about what happens in this world, man. There, there may be a lot of bad things that happen to you in this world. You know, people may cheat you, steal from you, abuse you, call you names, beat you down, you know, or, or maybe you're on that flip side of that. Maybe you get blessed in this life. But regardless, whichever side of that coin you're on, your main focus, your main goal should be the end game, the ring, the eternal life with Jesus. So if you do have to sacrifice, again, think about, I guarantee you, Michael Jordan and, and that the Chicago Bulls, and probably any athlete, if you were to tell them, okay, here's, here's a situation. You're going to have to get beat up. It, you're going to have to lose every single game until you get to the playoffs. Every single one. You're going to get beat down, humiliated. You're not going to score many points. You're going to get booed by fans. Uh, you know, it's just going to be a horrible season. So just get ready. It's going to be a horrible, horrible season. But if you knew that you wound up winning the championship at the end and that you get to walk away the victor, wouldn't you do it? Man, I would do it in a heartbeat. Of course, it's not fun going through that and getting booed and spit at and taunted and, you know, losing every game and nobody has faith in you. All your fans walk away and, you know, I'm sure that's not not fun. But if you knew that you could walk away with the ring in the end, that you walk away with the championship and then you ultimately had the last, you know, laugh, if you will, the last bragging rights, wouldn't you do it? Absolutely. I guarantee you. Everybody in their right mind would say yes. There may be a few that would be like, no, no, I would, you know, I want to win all the games and have all the fans during the season, but I, I think that'd be crazy. I don't, honestly don't know anybody that would do that. But guys, that's us. That's us as believers. We win. We may get beat up. We may get, you know, laughed at and taunted all during this world because people think we're on the losing team. But, man, we're not. We're the champions. We get the ring in the end. You just got to stay, got to stay persistent. You got to stay the course, persevere to the end. You will get the ring. I promise you, guys, you are gun, going to get the ring no matter what happens. If you have faith in Jesus Christ, you get the ring. You win. Maybe you have to forfeit all the stuff in this world to get there. Maybe you don't. Maybe you get both. That would be awesome. I hope you do. But just stay focused on the end. Guys, I hope you found some value with today's uh, podcast. And again, if you find value, share it. You know, it's free. It's a free podcast. I honestly believe teenagers, young adults, this stuff will help you have the right mindset in life again with a world full of half truths and don't know what to believe and what is truth and what is not i'm telling you this is a podcast you can come to to hear god's truth this is god's truth take it apply it to your life run with it make the most of it 
become all that God wants you to be, guys. I believe in you. I have faith in you. As always, guys, if you have questions, uh, shoot me an email. My email is in the, the description on, this, uh, on the podcast. So scroll down, find that. Shoot me an email. Just title it, Truth For Youth Podcast, uh, and, and write questions or comments, whatever. I would love to interact with you. Know that I'm here for you, young people. Whatever I can do for you, let me know. I love you guys, and we will see you guys in the next podcast. Until then, hope you have a blessed week. Go win that ring. Bye-bye. I don't want to be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth. Yeah, I know that we all have.